You're listening to Your Credit Today with your host, Angela Setters-Vassar, sponsored by Conquer Credit Management. Hey, what's up? What's up out there, you beautiful world? You, this is A to the N to the G. You're listening to Your Credit Today, and I have a fabulous guest on the show, but I'm going to leave that a secret for just a moment. If you have not subscribed to this station, please hit that subscribe button. I always tell you to tell all of your friends and family about Your Credit Today and the amazing tips and information that you're learning from this show. Thousands of small business owners have been applying for all kinds of different loans that are being advertised by the White House. But friends, it remains to be seen what if any of these loans will look like. So it's important to get the facts right. Join us next week as we have two special guests that specialize in employment law, tax resolution, and small business loans. They'll have all the answers that we're looking for, so stay tuned. Listen, in this world of ever-changing things that are happening and the news that we're seeing all the time, I think it's important for us to stay positive. So I did some research on how to actually do that, stay positive. And I came across a news site called positive.news and found some really great information. They report 10 ways to stay in touch with nature. I don't know about you, but I love getting outside, sipping my coffee in the sun, listening to the birds chirp, and remaining in the calmness of nature. I just love it. I think it's something that all of us should do. They also had an amazing report on how to have plans to save Spain's amazing and beautiful bookstores. They're historical bookstores. So please go and look at the information and order Order yourself some historically wonderful books. And then the last thing which I thought was so amazing is 10 ways to help others during this time. We can always find joy and hope by helping others. I think for me, when I take my mind off myself, I usually find that there's a ton of people that have way bigger needs than I have. And it really gives me a sense of hope and it gives me something to do when I'm helping other people. So guys, really take this opportunity to help those that have needs. There are people out there that need food. There's all kinds of needs that we have out there. And if you're in a good place, really get out of yourself and give to someone else. So today's forecast show is I am actually interviewing my mama. I'm always saying, <laughs> I'm always saying, you know, make sure that you tell your mama. Well, I have my mama on the show today. Today, I am interviewing my mom, the woman who birthed me, molded me, and showed me the way in the world. Today, I bring her on as one of the top experts in her field of hospitality, the CEO and founder of Boutique Lifestyle Leader Associations and Stay Boutique. You know, guys, I remember being a little girl and seeing my mom off when she worked for her first travel company, Carlson Wagonly. She traveled all around the world, assisting huge corporations with their corporate travel needs, and then went on to be the big CEO, or COO, I should say, honcho of CCRA, which was a huge marketing engine and overnight travel agency back end that my mother helped to birth from the ground up. 
She has graced stages across the world with her wisdom and has helped millions in the world of travel and hospitality. One of her websites quotes, Frances Karajian has been one of the most influential leaders in innovating the travel and hospitality industries for nearly four decades. Her experience spans from hotel booking technology to third-party travel programs to radical and advanced marketing strategies. Frances was an integral part of the groundbreaking system, change of the way people traveled, which led to the contemporary boutique movement. I just want to say welcome, Mama. Well, thank you, daughter Angela. Thank you so much for having me. And what a beautiful, warm welcome. <laughs> Did Love I leave it. anything out? Did I leave anything out? <laughs> no, but we could we could talk about, uh, you know, your younger days uh, forever, <laughs> right? We have so much fun. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, obviously we're seeing the hospitality industry hit really hard. And I know that you're in the thick of it. Um, from being in the uh, hotel and travel industry for so long, you have friends from around the world. What is it that you're hearing right now? We're hearing, um, honestly, we're hearing a lot of sadness because um, hotels, as you know, have had to close um, in almost, I would say, 95% of the cases. Um, And so we're seeing a lot of friends that are furloughed or, you know, completely laid off. We're seeing owners, you know, faced with what are we going to do? How do we pay, you know, our lenders? How do we survive through this? Um, You know, they're trying all kinds of strategies and things, you know, to be able to kind of weather the storm over the next 90 or more days because, uh, you know, there's no prediction of when uh, people will want to travel again or, you know, how they're going to travel again. So uh, we do believe in our boutique um, hotel sector that they're going to benefit greatly um, because, you know, we believe that travelers, even when it does come back, they're not going to run, you know, to the big hotels and, you know, be standing in a line with hundreds of people. Uh, they're going to want the more intimate, you know, experiential um, kind of stays, which boutique hotels offer. So um, there's all kinds of things happening. And, you know, our organization is really bringing all of these leaders together to talk about it. Because I think like all business owners, they don't 100% have any answers yet. Yes. Um, as you were saying, you know, the uh, what's it called? The PPP. Yeah. Um, well, there's a there's quite a few programs under the CARES Act. Yes, exactly. So, you know, the um, the hotel industry was in President Trump's office a few weeks ago. Um, of course, the independent sector wasn't there. So, you know, we're like, why weren't we invited there? So we're fighting for the rights of, you know, uh, boutique hotels and, you know, small boutique brands, which, you know, in and of themselves, they are small businesses. They are many, in many cases, entrepreneurs uh, themselves. So, you know, we're fighting for their rights. We're Uh, assisting them, you know, we're having conversations, you know, with the leaders to say, okay, what are your thoughts? You know, how do we come together? How do we help each other? And, you know, on our own website, you know, we're putting out a lot of information. Uh, We're having webinars, you know, uh, a couple times a week. We're almost up to like a thousand attendees to these webinars because, I think people being at home, as you know, they're hungry for information. Like, what should we be thinking? What what could we be doing right now? Mm. You know, it's it's a strange world we're in right now. 
It sure is. And I mean, I know that you are, of course, in the boutique sector and um, that is, you know, the main influence that um, that you're in. But I know that you've also worked with some big brands. You've um, worked with some big cruise lines, um, some big airlines. As a matter of fact, you even met Richard Branson. And, yes, I uh, did. I interviewed him. <laughs> Personal <yeah>. interview. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And, you know, tell us, I mean, obviously that was back in a time when he still had Virgin Airlines and, you know, a lot of different things, but he's um, an amazing person. What was something that he said to you or gave to you at that time when you met him that stuck with you until today? Um, You know, when I met with Richard, I was like, okay, what kind of questions am I going to ask him that are different than everybody else? At the time, he was launching Virgin Australia. And um, I was there and there were millions of, you know, all kinds of the press that were there. And somehow I made my way up to the front and lo and behold, he's standing in front of me. So I said, okay, what am, what am I going to ask him? And off the cuff, I just asked him all kinds of questions about himself, what he thought, what he believed, who his mentors were. And what really stuck with me then is he said, he said to me, I said, what do you, you know, what, what um, is something that you really remember and that you're passionate about? And he said, quite simply, people helping other people. Mm. And then he, then he gave me a big kiss on the head. But I thought, I love that because that is our world. And today, even more so, you know, with this pandemic, people helping other people is what it's all about. You know, we're all stuck at home. What can we do? We can help people in so many different ways, whether it's giving of yourself, whether it's giving cash if you have it, or food or anything else. It's that giving nature that I thought was so beautiful about what he had to say. That's beautiful. I love it. Now, I know that um, for those of you that don't know, and unfortunately, she couldn't be on the show today, but my sister, uh, Ariella Karajian, is your partner. and. Yes. And you two are, you know, uh, just painting the world of hospitality. And what is it that she's doing right now? Or what are the goals in the world of hospitality in terms of you guys answering that call right now? I mean, what are you guys doing right now that's different than what the rest of the hospitality world is doing, whether it's big or small? Well, we, you know, we're, we exist to, you know, help boutique hotels uh, in whatever they need. Uh, boutique hotels don't have, you know, a Hilton corporate office or a Marriott corporate office to go to for assistance, whatever it is, finding a lender, finding an architect or designer, uh, you know, getting some numbers, getting some research, getting some consulting, whatever it is. So currently, you know, what Ariella is really working on and what she's really excelling at is developing a lot of content because, you know, people are at home, even these hotel owners, you know, even if they're open uh, still with one maintenance man or whatever, um, they're still looking for answers and they're looking for support. And so she's developing a lot of content because people are at home, you know, like I said, not doing a lot. And 
they're really looking to us for our expertise and for education. They need answers to yes. questions. And so, you know, one thing I know about my sister and you, you guys are working around the clock to get this yes. information. You're talking to people, you're interviewing people. Um, right. You know, you guys have had these huge conferences, whether it be the boutique leaders conference, whether it's the, um, the fine, what's the name of your finance conference? It's a big boutique hotel investment conference where every leader, lender, investor uh, that are interested in the boutique sector attend. And you're going to have a special webinar where some of these financiers are going to be on the phone kind of talking about the things that they can do in this time, right? Yes, exactly. Tomorrow, actually, um, at 11 o'clock Pacific time, we are having some really strategic CEOs uh, and some lenders and uh, an attorney that's, you know, in it, that focuses on the hospitality industry. Um, and it's going to be a, an amazing uh, talk, you know, very frank, very open, um, a lot of questions about what are you thinking? What are you feeling? What are you actually doing? Who are you looking to for help? What are lenders saying to you? Or, you know, are you even having a conversation with lenders yet? Um, yeah, it's going to be a really great session. We're looking forward to it. Well, let me ask you um, another question. What if you were to be a guessing woman? What would mm -hmm. you say the future is? What is the future for hospitality? If you were to look a year down the road, what do you think is going, what's going to happen? What is it that we can do to make sure that it lives on and it thrives? What I see happening, um, and this is, you know, my having, you know, I, I believe I do have a vision. I'm kind of a visionary person. You know, I think you are too. I think you got that, you know, looking <laughs> down the road, you know, kind of predicting what's going to happen. And my thoughts are that, um, you know, big hotels, it's going to be very difficult for them to make a comeback. And I believe that, you know, boutique hotels are going to, um, some will close and some won't be able to reopen again, you know, but many will be able to reopen um, and slowly, you know, make a comeback. And I think that, you know, people are going to be very hesitant. And I would say over the next 12 to 18 months, even to two years, um, they will want something smaller. They will want something more intimate. They will want something more experiential. And, you know, they'll be a little bit afraid to ride in an elevator with a lot of people up to the 30th floor. You know, they'll... Um, They'll want more amenities and more accessories in their rooms, whether it's, you know, a Peloton bike. Maybe they don't want to go down to, you know, the big, beautiful spa, you know, with lots of people hanging out or touching things. Maybe, you know, they want to be able to, they, they need to go to a city and they need to meet with their clients, but maybe they want to be able to work very comfortably for, from their rooms. So this week, we also had another webinar on design and architecture and that was one of the things we were talking about. What is the design or, you know, renovation of current rooms going to look like in the future, um, at least in the near future, which is, you know, we're calling it the next two years or so. Um, clients are really not necessarily going to want to be down in big lobbies, you know, hanging out with everybody. Um, by nature, we do want to hang out. We want to be with people. Um, but uh, it just really depends on this pandemic, how long it's going to take, um, you know, what the specialists are saying. Um, I mean, I heard today that there could be 
two or three strains of it, which is why people are getting, you know, hurt with all these strains and ending up, you know, in ICU. So I think, you know, we have to kind of wait for that to settle down as well. But I foresee the small businesses being much more able to weather the storm. Not all of them, like I said, there'll be restaurants closing, but also restaurants, you know, will need to probably remove half their chairs and, you know, give some kind of social distancing between people uh, sitting together. But, you know, the ones that can kind of weather that storm, whether it's financial or whether it's, you know, hiring back the right people, um, or, you know, we're working on a training program actually for food and beverage operators right now um, with a food and beverage consulting company. And um, I think that, um, you know, people are really going to pay attention on, you know, the hospitality of any kind of uh, business that they're going into, whether it's a bank or a restaurant or a hotel or a car rental company. Um, or even a cruise ship. And, and as you know, cruise ships are going to have a very difficult time coming back because of all the trouble that you that they had even. Well, let me stop you there for a minute, because let me ask yeah. you a question. What do you, what do you think we can do to support these businesses during this time? And let's talk about the, you know, uh, I know that my sister Ariella has always talked about, you know, your company is not just necessarily about boutique hotels. I mean, that is the, the main focus, but you are also focused on boutique businesses as well. So yes. what, what is it that we can do to support these boutique businesses during this time? What are you guys doing? Or what are you, what are you telling your uh, listeners? Well, we're telling our listeners, um, you know, I think a lot of these uh, individual hotels or small brands are, you know, reaching out for actual, you know, donations to help their staff. That's a little difficult because there's so many of them. Um, but one thing I think that people can do is purchase, you know, number one, gift certificates for future stays um, because you can get them at a really discounted rate. And at the same time, you'll be helping these properties, you know, have some kind of future. Um, that's one way. Um, another way is, you know, really, um, you know, reaching out to, you know, either the owners or the staff of these, you know, these staff that have been furloughed and, you know, seeing what you can do to help them, whatever it is, whether it's, you know, providing them with food or providing them with a gift certificate to, to food to uh, a restaurant, you know, or something like that. That's, that's what we're seeing a little bit more of, you know, people talking about that. Um, but I, I think it's ongoing. And I think um, we're going to see more of how we can reach out to help. Hmm. Okay. All right, great. Well, I think that this has been very informative. Um, would there be anything else that you would want to share with uh, my guests today? I would just say, um, you know, keep keep a you know positive um, as much as we can. You know, a positive attitude, um, a helping attitude. You know, care for other people, as Richard Branson said. People helping other people—that's what it's all about. And whatever you can do, whether it's donating money, donating your time, donating you know uh, a shoulder to lean on—that's um, what I would say is you know reaching out to 
you know, your friends and your family and your audience who, you know, we feel is all family to us. Uh, the boutique world, whether you're a boutique business or a boutique hotel, you're part of our family. And when you reach out to us, we're going to do everything we can at no charge, by the way, um, to help you um, in whatever your situation happens to be. Well, friends, you heard it here. You heard it from my mama, Francis Karajian. Thank you so much for being on the show, Mom. I really appreciated having you. I appreciate hearing your heart about the boutique hospitality world. I wish you and my sister all the uh, the wonderful things in the world with your business. I hope things go well, and I know they will go well um, because I know how savvy and smart you two are. Because I'm cut from the same cloth, I must say. <laughs> yes, you are. And we, by the way, we're so proud of you, and we're proud of your credit today. And <laughs> you know, you. we're out there touting everything that you do. And uh, just know we're watching from afar and very proud. Thank you so much. Well, friends, this is Angela Setters Bazaar. You're listening to Your Credit Today. You heard it first here about the hospitality industry, and we're out. 